One, two, three. Welcome to the eavesdrop. My name is Leifa. Thank you so much for joining me here today. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Today I've done something amazing. I've grown. Yeah, I, this has been a moment of progress for me because I've just cleared out loads of clothes. Clothes that I've grown out of, clothes that have grown out of me, clothes that I've kept for ages with the thought that, oh, I'll be able to, you know, one day I'll be able to fit back into this again oh you know like trying to go back to what once was and uh the years have gone by and um I've just never been (laughs) able to fit back into them so you know your girl has to move on so that is some big progress for me because you know I've said about clutter and clearing out and that's not just like the stuff that I've inherited but also the stuff that I've just been hoarding and thinking oh you know especially as women we all do that like um you know keep hang on to something like maybe a pair of jeans or a dress or a top or wherever it may be and think oh one day I'll be able to fit into this again or in some cases people I don't think this is healthy to be honest people will talk about buying a dress that is maybe say your perfect size or the size that you want to get down to and keeping it as sort of motivation until you could fit into that yeah I've done that before it's never worked ain't gonna lie because some of the sizes that I've bought have just been irrational for my body type like especially if things are not cut for um a particular shape I'm thinking oh yeah I'll get into this size 10 when never my natural body type would be for me to even fit into a size 10 I would have to be maybe a size 8 or a size 6 because of you know the extra packages that come with it anyway all of that to say that I've I've made progress and I'm you know being true to myself so that's great making progress clearing out and also clearing out the kids stuff I've got loads of girls things um that are in good nick and I wish I had somebody like a child to give these good clothes to I just have to give it to charity but you know it it feels better when can we talk about this for a minute okay hang on for me it feels so much better when I'm giving like clothes items of clothing or footwear away I enjoy it more when I'm giving it to somebody that I know or maybe a friend of a friend so it's like I actually know the person that I'm giving it to rather than just giving it to charity or I don't know Oxfam or whatever the case may be and they resell it it's just not the same it just feels like proper saving the planet if that's what you want to call it but I know that like within the I would say West African and most particularly in the Nigerian culture um, a lot of people don't take well to hand-me-downs because they feel that the like the person who was wearing that clothes the item of clothing has embodied it and they it carries their spirit with them and like a lot of like superstitious and spiritual things and like negative connotations surrounding accepting hand-me-downs they're okay with giving it away I think but to receive them maybe unless it is maybe 
a close family relative like your older brother or your older sister or maybe an older cousin and even with that I know that some people are a bit iffy about "Mm, I'm not taking that and also there's a pride element to it like oh I can afford my own clothes but I'm not gonna lie like a lot of money has been saved in my household let's just say that a lot of money has been saved but anyway how are we doing how are we feeling what are we listening to uh what have I been listening to let me just have a check what I've been listening to covers of diamond by Rihanna and one in particular I've been listening to is from a guy called Willie Spence who has now passed away don't know the story behind that but I think I discovered him like late in the game when he had already passed away but I think the story is that um he did he was just maybe in I don't really know if he's in school or in trainer or coach practice whatever the case may be but he's singing um Diamonds by Rihanna and his cover is so beautiful and it just sent me down a rabbit hole of listening to loads of different people's covers of Rihanna and then also making me think oh I want to do a cover of Rihanna's Diamonds like such a good song and it's so interesting sometimes a song could be really really good but because of the person who sang it maybe their vocals aren't not saying that Rihanna can't sing but you wouldn't categorize her with the vocalists, you know, like with some of the greats. So, but when you hear somebody else sing, like somebody with vocals who has a voice box, sing like a song that you consider to be, uh, you're like, oh my goodness, this song is amazing. So I've been down a rabbit hole of listening to Shine Bright Like a Diamond, Shine Bright Like a Diamond. Yeah, that been loving that. Just listening to covers. Yeah, I'm that person that listens to covers. Not gonna lie. I think it's like a singer thing. It's a musician thing. That's all I want to share for now. So what have you been watching? Um on the timeline, BBLs have just become so much more common and it's just like a way of life now that everybody has a BBL and uh i'm finding that a lot more people are getting um not necessarily liposuction but like a a gastric bypass or a gastric sleeve or something along those lines to lose weight and some of our faves are doing it i mean there's one person in particular who i follow on social media i think she's naturally a slim a slim thing and in life family you know women our bodies change so she managed to do it the natural way and fitness help like eating well exercising going to the gym and she lost it then had another child and gained it back and thought you know what I'm not doing this again and she had I don't know the gastric bypass or gastric sleep one of those anyway so now documents like her journey and her life after that and even talks about um her intention to get a whole mummy makeover so if you don't know what a mummy makeover is when you have kids your body changes and sometimes no matter all the routes that you take in terms of fitness sometimes you just have like a bit of 
excess skin or a bit of loose skin, especially in the stomach area, in the lower um, stomach area, your abs and all that. So a lot of women like do the whole tummy tuck and a, a boob lift and get like the whole shebang. So that's the mummy makeover. So she talks about having her intention to get that done and watching other people who have lost weight drastically. And then I was at um, an event, well, not an event, but a gathering. And again, women, what are we talking about? Healthy eating, channeling, like it's just now I'm feeling less, ashamed to talk about it just because I'm at a stage where I've had kids and it's so common to feel the way I feel or felt that it I should be able to talk about it openly but I think I've never felt comfortable talking about it openly just because I feel like I've always had some form of body dysmorphia even though um growing up I wasn't skinny but I wasn't a, a big girl I was just I just um developed really early so what you would call a voluptuous body I just saw as fatness yeah but just now I look back and I'm just like oh girl you had a great body your body was bodying anyway so you know being in rooms and feeling more comfortable to to listen to people and talk to people and just hear different people's stories and you know so I was in a room with you know other women and these women were older than me and they're talking about some of the actions they've taken and so you know the steps that they've taken and um a bunch of these women seem to be oohing and ahhing and gooing over this one particular lady who it seemed had lost a large amount of weight I, I didn't know her before but they're like oh my goodness you've done so well what are you doing da, la, la, la. and everybody's hovering around her and it's like oh, okay and then I'm sitting with this other lady and she's like you know what I cheated and I'm like, what? And she talks about, I, I can't remember if she mentioned that she got a gastric bypass or a gastric, one of the gastric sha, yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. And she's clearly been able to keep, keep herself, her weight down or whatever. And it's just made me think that obviously what you consume, what you feed your eyes, you unknowingly start to, even if you say you don't desire it, do you really not desire it, you know? And then you meet people in real life and they're like, oh yeah, I did it. And the results have been great because I've, because I've heard of people getting these, this, you know, these types of surgery. And then within a few years, they've put it all back on again. Like they haven't been able to maintain it or if not all of it back on, but some of it back on and they're not necessarily at a place that they're comfortable with. And it just got me thinking like, oh my goodness, like for a long time, I'm not gonna, I'll be honest, I've shunned, I've frowned upon people getting BBLs, even though I've said, I'll oh, do what you like, do what you like. But then I'm thinking, oh, but if money wasn't a thing, would I do it? Probably not a BBL, but, you know, there are other things, would I do it? But then also I'm scared and I have children <laughs> and ain't nobody finna die for vanity. Like obviously there are risks involved and it's probably not that bad because you hear of women all the time talking about, oh, I got it done and it's not that bad. And not saying I'm having this conversation, not like don't start thinking I'm thinking of having anything done. I'm really not, but I'm just saying that look how crazy how easy it is to get influenced now like to think 
oh, maybe I do or do I? Or will that make a difference? Will that make me happy at the end? Will that solve all my problems? Because you know, sometimes there could be something that you want so badly and you're like, oh, once I get this, all my problems are solved, like I'll be happy. And then you get that very thing and you know, you have that initial, is it the initial like endorphins or whatever the, the chemical is like to, you feel good for that moment or for that time period. But then after a while it weighs off because the novelty is worn, worn off and it's not as like amazing. And you're just like, oh, okay. This thing that I thought would make me happy. <laughs> Happiness is a journey, guys. Happiness is a choice and it is a journey. It is a constant, like you have to tell yourself and remind yourself and have a, um, an attitude of gratitude. It's just interesting when some of these things come so close to home and it makes me question, would I or wouldn't I? If I had everything that I felt like I needed or wanted, would I? I've had very real conversations with people who have, you know, done it and different forms of surgery and or people who have had consultations or considered it and decide and backed out for whatever reasons i don't know sometimes i've seen like the aftermath of people who have had certain types of surgery and i'm not gonna lie some people are really happy <laughs> like you i thought you you thought i was gonna say the up, opposite isn't it no like some people are happier than I expect them to be like I feel like oh it will wear off and they're still not happy with this or they're still not happy with that and it's causing this pain and it's causing that pain but I've met people who have had certain procedures and on a deep level like having very deep conversations with them and they're I, maybe they're lying I don't know Maybe they're just very good at convincing me or and convincing themselves, but some of them are very happy. Maybe they've had the therapy and the counseling prior to or after, so they just understand where they're at. Because I feel like, for yo, man has to go through a whole load of therapy for various different issues before I start cutting up my body because. I'd be cutting up my body thinking it will solve my problems and it really won't. It really won't, you know? Yeah, I'd just be seeing the girlies on the timeline and um, I think I'm grateful that I'm of a generation that did not grow up um, having social media. Like social media was more prevalent when I had, I was already a teenager or, you know, young adult when it was like really what it is. So I'm grateful because then I feel like I'm the last of the lot who knows what life was like before social media. Um, as you're listening to this episode, I may, or oh, I may be in Disneyland. Yay! Yippee! Having the best time. I don't care what the weather is like. I don't care. I'm going to have the best time and I don't care what you lot say. So yeah, so I'll probably be in Disneyland having the time of my life with my family. Disneyland Paris, to be precise. We plan to do the Disneyland Eiffel Tower, which um, as of the recording of this, I haven't yet booked. So I need to book that. And we want to see the Louvre. It's just bucket listings. Like, I don't know, the beginning of this year, the way, <laughs> the way 
it hit me this year, at the beginning of this year, I just felt like, you know, just do stuff, do stuff, like do it within your means. And like, cause I wanted to say, don't worry about the money, just do it anyway. Do it within your means, but just do stuff like create memories. And I think that's something that I've always, I'm more into creating memories rather than the material things. And for me, creating memories is traveling, is going to the abroad, going to see different places, getting different experiences. So I think because of how my year started, um, somebody might just say, might just say, oh, it's hard luck or it's, but, but it just got me like really like raveling in, oh my goodness, what, is this a sign? Because you know, you want to start the year right. And because I had this thing with my eye and it really kind of put me in a bad mood and even up till now, as of the recording, my eyes have, I'm not wearing like fake false eyelashes or anything or any eye makeup because I'm trying to just keep my eyes clear because, oh, <laughs> did we say conjunctivitis is nasty? Um, So yeah, it just made me want to create more memories. So I'm happy is actually, um, a, a birthday present for my daughter. She turned six. And I remember hearing somebody say, oh, Disneyland wasn't all that for them. And they were talking about Disneyland Paris. And I was thinking, wait, hang on. You've been to Disneyland. Like, I know it just made me think, hang on. Do you know how many times my daughter's been asking me to go to Disneyland? Do you know how many times I, as a child, asked my mum to go to Disneyland? I said, this is bucket listings. This is bucket list. What is on your bucket list? <laughs> because this is bucket listings. Like, I need to go to Disney. I need to see. I need to see it. Even if you say it's rubbish or it's what or it's overrated. No. I need to experience this because this has been a childhood thing. And now I have children who want to, I'm going to Disneyland. So I don't care if it's touristy, I'm doing it. Okay. Pray that God I provide Jehovah Jireh provider. His love is sufficient for me. It's the season of love. And I want to talk about something contrary to that. So, um, my friend sent me this thing, which is quite funny. Uh, a survey right I don't know if it's a survey or a some sort of research done on which demographic of women which country women which national I'm trying to find the words which nationality of women and I don't know why they said women I don't know cheat the most in the world and so like it's funny so it would say like Germany 12% Greece 5% maybe Japan 26% Britain 38% I'm just plucking these numbers from my from my head uh America 42% like just random numbers come to my country people Nigeria 62% <laughs> Nigerian women are cheating they're really cheating and cheating and it, the funny thing is when I saw it, I was like, this probably, I think it said 62% or is it 68% is the highest number. And I was thinking, you know, that pro that number probably isn't accurate. It's probably more. That being said, it's not saying that, oh, obviously, well, I say obviously, but I don't know if it's obvious, but men cheat more. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Argue amongst yourselves. They do. Yes, yeah, society will have it that men will cheat more. Or they'll just be openly having like 25 concubines and six wives. Is that cheating? It's open relationship. Okay, whatever you want to call it. 
So um, it just got me laughing because I was like, wow, these women are really out there. But I don't blame them because I think I don't. You know what? Don't don't do as I do. Don't do do as I say. Don't do as I do. That's all I can say right now, because I'm thinking and this is not going off experience, but I think I'm a tit for tat kind of person. I think I'm the kind of person I'm like. I will treat you the way you treat me, right? So treat me good, yeah? If you see, if you do anyhow, you see anyhow. Sure you get, right? So I'm thinking, I know that Nigeria is just a wild place to be dating. So I've heard, right? So imagine you're dating somebody and they're already married and the woman is aware that her husband is doing a madness outside. So rather than killing herself, rather than crying, and you know already most women are not going to get a divorce and especially with the way, from my understanding, the way the Nigerian economy is set up. I mean, I mean, this is internationally, but more so in Nigeria. Um, it's financially beneficial for a woman to be married to a man just just to level up it just in forms of leveling up in life do you know what i mean so imagine she's married her man is doing a madness but you know she needs him to survive or just to sustain her lifestyle so what does she do she's not gonna kill herself and start crying and doing up and down she goes to get herself a boyfriend a, boy, a boyfriend and the boyfriend <laughs> for now this boyfriend could be a younger guy so now she's doing sugar mama <laughs> So now she's doing sugar mama to this young guy sponsoring his escapades. And he's probably got a next thing as well because he knows that maybe she's an older woman and not necessarily an older woman. They could be age mates, but she's never going to get a divorce. Yeah. And this is just a lifestyle because you'd be surprised. Somebody was telling me there's a particular ethnic group in Nigeria that are notorious for this. Like it's like an open secret. Like, an, like the marriage is just an open marriage. <laughs> I mean, I mean, ugh, it's not the best life to live, I wouldn't say. But I would say I get it. I get it. Like, tit for tat. Tit for tat. You're going to treat me like that. By the time I do my own, it's going to be wickeder, badder, and better. You are going to be jealous. You that are the cheater, you're going to be jealous and, jealous and me because of my runs no it's not nice it's not nice so um there was this clip that i saw on um instagram yeah and it's uh the i think the page is called only in nigeria i don't know but it's funny so um the lady is she's got a shop a store she's in nigeria and she's like on the phone shouting in her dialect i think she's speaking yoruba and she's shouting up and down and there's a lady she's supposed to be serving but she's shouting up and down on her phone in her store and the subtitles or the text says that her husband told her that he didn't um have money for the next couple of weeks or whatever the case may be so she gave him her bank card right for the day so he's out and about so now she's in her store where she's selling goods fashionable items handbags whatever it is then this lady this young lady comes in and picks up some items pays for the items but when she looks at when this woman looks at the card it's her bank card 
do get it. It's her bank card. It's the bank card that she gave to her man in the morning. He's just gone and given his side chick his wife's bank card to spend. And now she's come. She she doesn't know that um, it's the lady's bank card. She's just shopping. Just, you know, her man has given her a card. Maybe she knows that the man is married. Maybe she doesn't know that the man is married. But if she does know he's married, maybe she doesn't even care. She's just, what? what's my business where the money came from? So it just had me howling like this is absolutely wild, but only in Nigeria. And there's another, um, this girl said, but she said something like, you young ladies who are troubling, leave married men alone. Because by the time you get married, the person who is going to disturb your marriage is still in nursery singing ABC. I'd just be loving Nollywood as well. Our slang is crossing over as well. We're becoming more globalized, that's what I want to say. But yeah, how are you spending your Valentine's Day? Are you having a Galentine's Day? Do you know what? As a married woman, I want a Galentine's. <laughs> I do, I do. I wouldn't mind having a Galentine's. Like just me and my girls have a really nice date night and... I think as well, um, I was going to say girls plan romantic nights or romantic events better. I might be capping. I might be chatting rubbish. But yeah, I don't, it just looks fun as well. <laughs> A Galentine's looks fun. It looks fun. Um, no, I'm most likely going to be having like a, because I'll be in Paris with my family. We're going to have a, family date maybe we might potentially me and the hubby do something in the evening but we'll definitely have a family date and we've done that in the past and I think my children really really liked that and we were doing it a lot in the past to a point where there was a day a valentine's day where me and the mr man were just having a date and then my son was like what about us (laughs) Because he was so used to Valentine's Day being about the family. And I wish I had the words then. Be like, boy, do you see where mommy and daddy are? Do you see that mommy is happy? Do you see that daddy is happy? Do you want us to stay happy people? Then we need to go out on a date alone. Mm? I don't know if I said that. If I did, then great. But um, yeah, Um. I think that was the first time he got to understand that, oh, okay, like, yes, we're a family, but also the grown-ups need to have grown-up time. If you're not having a galentine, is there a, a such a word as a solo time? A single time? Like, a, you're not having a galentine, you're not having a valentine, you're having a... Anyway, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching comment like subscribe if you haven't done already um you know it's these these shepherd shoulds wow shepherd shoulds i'm really speaking proper english these episodes i'm trying to keep them short and snappy until the next one bye the eavesdrop eavesdrop